Listening to the real man, I appreciate them dudes for talking about the raw. Wait, they were talking about the relatable. That's exactly what I've been going through. The relentlessly real podcast. Welcome to the relentlessly real podcast, where we discuss real, raw, and relatable topics. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast today. Let's kick this off with some introductions. My name is John. My name is Mike. And as always, I am Terrence. This guy has been Terrence all year long. I'm so all year long, dude. <laughs> it's like he doesn't change. It doesn't. T- no matter what happens, nothing I can do. Like right, Terrence. still Terrence. Yeah. He's still Terrence. What's going on with you guys, man? Last time we were here, we had our wives on the podcast, and I was just like, man, if these kids and these and these wives, well, my wife was all right. But the kids, bro, oh, my Jesus. They, they, I'm not, I got a mute. So, Daddy, are you finished? Are you done? I'm oh, really? I, I'm, we missed all of that. Well, y'all didn't have your, your, your kids in the gym. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know where your kids were. I was like, why, why are your kids not bothering Actually, I don't know where they were either. They had <laughs> to be outside running around. I literally don't. I was like, yo, they, Terrence has two kids, and nobody bothered him. And the entire podcast, I'm over here trying to mute. The baby's like, I'm hungry. Javita trying to uh, feed the baby on a live, like, without showing a boob. It's just like, man, there's just too many things <laughs> trying to happen at one time. But we had an amazing time. I, I mean, I've gotten a lot of um, great feedback from people. They was like, man, honestly, John, we don't even want to see you. Where's right. your wife? Let her talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People were saying they wanted, they enjoyed the wives and they wanted to see the wives come back on. I'm like, okay. Okay. Right. All we right. get it. We understand. You don't really care to hear us. We, we get it. We, uh, but I think that we are going to do a part two, you know, of, of that. Um, not just talking about marriage and stuff, but more so just talking about all things related to yeah. um, relationship, even down to dating. I mean, when I, when I started to think back and we started talking back this week, my wife and I, about when we were dating each other and how different things are now, you know, because I actually had a conversation with a friend of mine and I, like the guy, one of the guys she's talking to is like, the dudes always be like, good morning, beautiful. That's like always the energy every morning with the people they're talking to. And I guess that's not something that women seem to want to hear every morning. I don't know why. <laughs> they are so tired of the good morning, beautifuls. They don't even know what to do, bruh. Good morning, beautiful. Okay. really Really, john i just woke up and i got crust in my nose really really (laughs) would you be annoyed if your girl a girl that you was talking to or the girl you you know now your wife was like good morning beautiful i don't know if i would get annoyed i'd be like you know thank you baby thank you i don't know would you like it (laughs) man it'll be kind of weird to be like I'm sitting here with a frog in my throat. I'm, <clears throat> I low-key still got a frog in my throat. Yeah. I just be like, mm, good morning. Thank you. Thank the good morning beautifuls, I guess, are a little aggressive, and it's a little bit annoying, I guess, to certain women. Um, but I get it. You know, I, I, I guess it's- I just want to know, is, like, before you say good morning beautiful, like, have you at least popped a Tic Tac in your mouth? Because that good, <laughs> that good is going to hit, like, it's going to hit a little different. <laughs> Good morning. Whoa. Well, <laughs> hold on. You're, you're assuming the person's next to them. I'm talking about the people that are like, I'm at home. You know what I'm saying? And then, that's, what, that's what they're talking about. They're talking about they're at home and the energy is from my home to their home. They're texting each other. And, and, and the guy's usually oh, initiating this oh, text. He's I like, good morning, beautiful. But women hate it. I think it's because every guy does it. It's like the script right now oh, for okay. all the guys. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I think they like, man, uh, can we have some like different type of... Uh, I don't know, like 
interaction every day. It doesn't what's, seem what's refreshing. What's a synonym for beautiful? Call me that. Thanks. Yeah, call me, <laughs> call me good morning, cutie. I don't know. Like, I guess you want something different. I don't know. But I understand. Uh, so the week has been amazing, terrible, or in between? Give me some feedback. How y'all been? Um, I've, I've been in between. Uh, this week was a little interesting. So um, I got my first COVID shot <laughs> this week. Uh, so that was cool, um, in a sense. <laughs> uh, everybody had, like, you know, everybody was telling me about their typical, I guess, uh, uh, reactions to it or whatever like that. They felt tired and stuff like that. But for me, um, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. And uh, in all honesty, I don't want to get too personal with it, but it was kind of affecting certain things that weren't supposed to be affected. Like, I didn't expect them to be affected. But at the same time, it, after like two days, everything was good. So I was just like, yeah, CDC going to be here for me because that was just like it was overall just like weird for me, like just to see my body kind of go through that. Um, that whole fatigue stuff that everybody talked about. I felt like I was tired after a normal work day. <laughs> like it was, it wasn't like a, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I just got to go to sleep and sleep for a whole 24 hours type situation. It was just like, uh, you know, do my little yawn. I'm tired, but I got to get this work done. And I just continued to press on. And um, yeah, that was the normal part about it. The good part about my week, um, the sun was shining this week. What, what day was that? Was it like Wednesday or something? Tuesday and Wednesday. Midweek, yeah. Yeah, Tuesday and Wednesday. Even yesterday wasn't bad. Well, no, yesterday was raining. You're right. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, man, it it felt great outside. I I popped open my sunroof everywhere I went. I made sure I did that. Oh, you showing out? Yeah. This is, was, my mama would say this is pneumonia weather. You don't be having your sunroof open in this kind of weather. But okay. Now, now me personally, I'm the guy that's gonna rock with my sunroof open in the winter. Like I'm gonna just have my heat blasting and yes. then I'll I'll still have my sunroof open. I'm oh, good. you're weird. Okay, so you're just weird. <laughs> Got it. Got it. That's that's just ridiculous. Whatever, man. Don't grab a mic. Got it. <laughs> T, what's what about you, bro? It was in between for me too. I actually I I finished my I had my second uh, dose other COVID shot. So I'm, you know, I'm officially fully vaccinated and a little, a good little note. I didn't know that the CDC sends that record to your primary doctor. Cause when I got to my doc, I had, I have been sick. So when I got to my doctor's office, she was like, yeah, we see you were vaccinated. On, like, how did you see that? <laughs> like, excuse me, wow, invasion man. of my privacy. That's none of your business. Like, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but it's dope that they, you know, so yeah. And I, I honestly, other than tiredness, I didn't have any side effects. And mm-hmm. I've had coworkers, you know, because I'm in education, so we have a lot of a lot of our staff is getting who like, I mean, they were like throwing up, missing days, like it was like they got the worst of the worst. I'm like, I'm, I'm good. I'm just tired. I'm good. Like no stomach ache, no, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, but I, but I, I don't spoiler. I don't want to like like jinx anybody who's getting it. I'm also because I've been sick, have been on a steady regimen of Tylenol and Motrin. So it could be that my body is, is already fighting that all. Like, what was going to fight off any kind of like aches anyway? Because mm. I'm already on a, a regimen of just that every six hours. So that might so, be one reason why I didn't get anything. So without, I guess, getting too personal, is this just you taking Tylenol and Motrin on a regular? Like, yeah. So, so just like to, just to sum it up, I, I have I've had a history of migraines and it's been really bad. And in January, they started, they were really, really bad. So I I thought I had a sinus infection. 
So I was going to the doctors, going to my neurologist, and then I was on antibiotic, and then it didn't work. So I'm just like, yo, what's going on? Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Come to find out, I, I need a root canal. It's a tooth. Wow. <laughs> I just happened to go to a dentist, and, and he was like, yeah. And the, the dentist, uh, he's a, he was really funny, too. It was an Asian guy. He was hilarious. He said, so he walked in the room like, yo, so what's so, tell me, tell me about what's, what's been going on. So I gave him my whole spirit. He said, yeah, so there's a hole in your tooth. Look, <laughs> they turn the camera around. Look, you see that? You see that hole right there? This is what it was two years ago. This is what it is now. So remember how we told you you need to get take care of that? I'm like, oh, so you just oh. gonna go? Like, it's gonna, oh. like, you're just gonna go hard? Like, like a disapproving gonna, parent type <laughs> talk. Said, yeah. yeah. Okay. It, 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 he was like, so yeah, that tooth is connected to a nerve that's connected to your sinuses. So yeah. you thought it was a sinus infection, but really, it's not. It's you have a cavity that wow, is like bro. literally at this point. You got it. You have to get a root canal, like period. And wow. so that, so I'm like in the process of that, I'm trying to get all that done before kids come back in the building. So, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy, it's man. Amazing. It's amazing how like you know our mouths are just connected to so many different things, nerves, and all that other stuff that can affect different types of our body, man. Like it's so important. I mean, shameless plug. Go get your teeth checked. Get some insurance, bro. Um, it's, it's different programs and stuff out here, man. Take care of your grill because if not, that job can affect your health in so many different ways. It's so much like stuff I didn't know. Like, I mean, again, I'm a little worried, but like, I uh, just trying to get my money. But he was like saying that, like, because so, I have, I've had teeth removed. And like, he was just saying, like, you know, thank God that none, that none you can tell, like, just by looking at me. But he was just like, you know, eventually, if you don't get that filled, the one above it, you're going to have to have removed for something about it, 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 it changes the shape and it will eventually pull the other tooth down. And so I'm just like, I never would even think about that. I'm like, he's the, so even if I get a root canal in his tooth, he's like, you have to actually get the one below it replaced because eventually the one you're going to get a root canal will have to be pulled anyway. And so he's just like, I don't want you to waste all that money and then be, be here five years later and still has to be removed. So I'm just like, I wouldn't think. I'm like, what does this bottom tooth have to do with this top tooth? Like, he's like, it's all interconnected. And I'm just like, man. Well, I didn't want to deep dive into your teeth um, this morning, but thank you hey. so much. John, <laughs> super duper pause, bro. <laughs> what? <laughs> three Can times. I remove him from this? Is that three spot? times? In, is it been twenty in. minutes yet? No, no. not even. Not okay. even. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so, so you guys know we always go into our, ta- uh, um, our would you would you rather um, new segment that I've been kind of heading off uh, over the past couple of weeks last month. So look, would you rather? So would you sleep? Now this one is not really a, a would you rather. It's more of a just a question. Would you sleep with your wife's best friend? To save your wife's life. <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> Do you word? love your wife or not, Michael? <laughs> I love my wife. <laughs> Yo, y'all crazy. Oh, this is the greatest question. I, I, not, look, look, guys, you are more than welcome to comment in on this one. But hey, would yo. you, would you, wife or girlfriend, would you like that's great? <laughs> Listen, I asked my boy this, and my boy was like, he's like, no. He said, you know why? Because when I do, I'm going to die. <laughs> like, <laughs> You know she is never living that down, yo. Like, yo, no. what? Let me tell you something. 
<laughs> bro, to save my wife, I will. So you're gonna let your dive. wife die. That's what no, I mean. No, I will deep dive, babe. I did it for you. Like I did it. <laughs> I did it for you. Like this is about us. This is about us. Yeah. Nah, man. I'm committed my, to you. My wife's best friend. Like she's like an annoying little sister. So <laughs> I'm like, said, let me go. <laughs> Renee said, I, let me go. <laughs> <laughs> said, I'll I'll go ahead and go see the Lord because I'm he done said, here. Right. <laughs> see you at the crossroads. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, these wives are a trip, bro. Like, let me die. Let me die. Just grieve healthily. <laughs> I cannot. Yo, that's the funniest thing ever. Um, I don't. So, so Mike, you didn't ever answer. What would you do, Mike? What would you do? I mean, my wife pretty much already answered for us. She said, "Let her go." So, um, let her die. No, uh, Mike, you don't have to. I'm about to say, Mike, you know, this you is your, this is your show. Like, this oh, is man. your, you, you know, this is what you, what you think, Mike. This is not about that. What you think? This, what you going to do? Is, this is our show, but that's my wife. So, um, <laughs> You're not an idiot. You wasn't born yesterday. Mm-mm. Got it. Got nailed it. <laughs> you nailed this test. <laughs> so, hold on, hold on, hold on. Plot twist, plot twist. Uh-oh. What if your wife's best friend was a guy? <laughs> okay, let me tell you something. <laughs> Davida, I love you very, very much. It's and I'll see you. Look, I will see you on the other side. See, you know, I believe I believe that I will see you on the other side. And you know what? Go ahead and close your eyes and walk towards that light. I'm over here smothering her with the pillow, like shh, shh, shh. It's okay. Go peacefully. I'll take care of the kids. Just shh. I can't, babe. I'm sorry. You done, bro. <laughs> You're a dead woman. Let me tell you something. Dead on this. I'm sorry. You are gone. You're a goner. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> said that better be the energy either way. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Yeah, uh, wives, if you're gonna be on the show, be on the show. Don't be coming here tapping it in on the comments. Okay, yeah. <laughs> she about to come downstairs but right now. Let me y'all. tell you, and another <laughs> thing. Oh, y'all got me sweating early. This is hot as a month down here right now. I'm gonna laugh so hard. Okay, so I guess we all agree whether we would not be sleeping with nobody's best friends, male or female, to save our wives. It's, it's, it was nice knowing you, Jovita, Renee, and Tanisha. Listen, bro. In Jesus' name. <laughs> oh God. Well, Javita's so... giving me life. Look, I will come down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I come, like I, this Jovita. I like this. Yeah. Yo, Javita, Javita gassed up this. Yo, you ready? <laughs> yeah. It was a it's a it's a hypothetical question, everyone. Okay. These are all hypotheticals. Okay. I'm not sleeping with nobody. <laughs> all right. I got one more for y'all. This one was <laughs> that one was great. Would you fight a girl to defend your girl? So T oh. sent me T sent me this um <laughs> this TikTok or something was it TikTok or Instagram or something earlier I think this week? It was week. Instagram. Yeah, and, uh, basically this woman was charging towards his wife or girl, or whatever, and he's in between, like trying to like hold her off or whatever. And the girl yeah. was like, she charging towards him. He just like gave her a two piece, like. <laughs> 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 she was coming after the girl, and he was like, bop, bop, like knocked her. <laughs> Knocked her clean out, bro. I'm talking about knocked that. That girl literally was charging towards the um the girl. After he gave her the two piece, she literally turned back around and said, "You know what? I changed my mind. This ain't worth. 
did. It seemed she worth it. She did, yo. She did. So, <laughs> so it made a great question to what, what would we do? And I, th- I actually, I, I, I want to answer this one first because I actually talked to Javita about this because I thought it was a great question. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, you know, babe, what we do? She said, she said, you know, I would hope that you would defend me. You know, da, 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 da. I was like, you know, I would defend you, babe. I said, but what if the, what if the girl beats me? Like my daughters, <laughs> my daughters will never look at me the same. I'll be telling my daughter, like, look, go sit I'll down. My daughter be like, no, no, dad, you go sit down. I didn't see you get your butt whooped. You ain't, you ain't nothing. <laughs> I was so I can't lose out like that. I can't lose out like that, man. Man, hey, all is fair in the street fight. Listen, I just feel like so I feel like I would try my best to like hold her off. And I'm I'm pretty solid. So I feel like like from with most most I can probably like hold back and just push and just wait for somebody to intervene. But the yeah. cops were right there in the video doing absolutely nothing. And I feel like at that point, if you're not gonna do nothing to protect my girl, I I gotta do something. So I'm right. like, you know, one little quick jab, like, cool, just let you know I'm serious. Boop, bye. Like, you know, but I'm gonna right. add something to that, John. Like, <clears throat> and I want the, the girls who are on the podcast to kind of comment. If you see your man get beat up in a, in a fight, it's is over. the relationship over? <laughs> like, it's over. It should be. <laughs> is the relationship even if it, over? But like, look, even if it's not over, I don't <laughs> feel like I'm a man anymore. Like, I yeah. don't wanna, yeah. you tell, I don't wanna live on this earth. After after I get beat, right, and, and then I'm looking around like, all right, did, did my wife see it? Did my daughter see it? Like, <laughs> I'm gonna ice up in the basement for like a week, and I'm not coming back up there upstairs until I like am totally healed. Like, I'm not gonna do that, man. Yeah, I can imagine like you know being in a relationship, I get beat, and then you know my girls is like, hey, look, you 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 ain't handle yourself too well. No, okay? and I don't feel too uh. I no, I no longer feel safe. That's what yeah. the issue is. Right, right. You know, and you know that's coming back up later in the argument. Like what? you just know, like, like, oh, you ain't had all the energy with Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs> right. Dragging you up and down Dragging the street. You, oh, so yeah. Oh, you tough guy now. You were right. tough two weeks ago. Exactly. <laughs> Next thing you know, your wife start bucking at you. You, you get scared. Right. Oh God. Oh, I thought you were about to hit me. I'm so <laughs> see why you playing. Why you playing? <laughs> you know, you, you know I you know how I am. My 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 <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like for that particular scenario, I got to get in the middle of it. If, if somebody's charging towards my wife, man or woman, <laughs> I got to be like, right, look, look, sis, I don't want to hit you. I don't. I'm going to articulate that first. I don't want to hit you. But I'm, I might have to if you keep coming towards my wife like this. So and hold then, on. You know what I mean? So I got to take, take that on. How big Wait, is she? How big is she? It don't matter, though. If she's my, Are you going to watch your wife get beat down in the street? No, uh, that's not what I'm woman? saying, man. That's not what is I'm she saying. Like, is she, but is she like next oh, Friday she's small. big, like the girl who was like going after Day Day? Yeah, man. Is she, she like that big? Because if she like that big, then we got, we got to square up. Like, yeah, we, we, like I got listen. a piece Yeah. Right. If she like real skinny or something like that, I might like, like all right, stop playing, stop playing, stop playing. Nah, <laughs> is she skinny? Is she coming to no, is she skinny people can beat my like are you what are y'all talking about? Like skinny people can still swing, like that that don't change nothing. So yeah, stop my, it. my boy Mike said baby D. Like, yo, if she baby, yo, I'm sorry, but ba- I'm not even warning baby D. If you're baby D size and you coming after yeah. my wife, I feel like at this point you can handle yourself. Like I'm 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 probably going to chin check you. Like, real Let me quick. tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm going to try to defuse it. I'm going to be, look, look, sis, I don't want to do this. Okay. I don't want to. And I'm not going to hit her 
what I would love to do, because I'm a little bit too old to be on these streets trying to fight somebody. I am. I am 35. I ain't trying to fight nobody. So I'm like, look, baby, you walk that way. I'm going to walk that way. Come on, everybody get in the car. Let's, let, what are we doing? It's Black History Month. We shouldn't even be fighting. We should be trying to get along. <laughs> Come on, it'll be June. I'm still going to say that. <laughs> it's, like, look, it's Black History all it's year. Black like, History Month. Doing, like, like, this is what we are fighting we've been for again. Like, <laughs> my, my sister, are we really going to do this right now? You I know we're going to do that. This is to get us against each other. The white man would love for us to fight. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm about to do. I'm like, look, you don't want to do this. This isn't That's what great. Martin Luther King died for. I'm over here. I mean, I'm channeling right. my inner energy. I'm about to give me a, a freaking Oscar Emmy, whatever, whatever that job. I'm about to win because <laughs> I'm trying to defuse and she's bigger than me. I'm telling you that right now. Oh. Uh, those That's are great, great. Two, two good ones. That was a good one. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, guys, we know we have our new segment that uh, T's been doing. It's the Net- Next Flick and Chill. And he's going to let us know what, what, what should we be watching, T? What should we be like looking at right now? All right, we got a couple of things uh, that I, I do want to share. So the first one is uh, Judas and the Black Messiah as we wrap up Black History Month. And so uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, if you have not seen it, it's like it's really, really – I thought it was really, really good. Um, there are some things that I, 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 I don't like about the movie, but across the board, I thought it was well-made. Um, you well, got to tell well us made. what you don't like about it. I got to hear it. Oh, well, so yeah, so I got to hear it. Sometimes I feel at scenes with some, some of the, it's really the screenwriting. It's not the actors. Some of the lines, like, especially the scenes where he was in the car with the, like, I don't want to ruin it. Some of the lines to be dragged and some of the time, some of the, the scenes, I don't think they were well, like, scripted, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Okay. But the, the, across the board, the I always I think he the I, I'm about to lose his name. Um, I think he the main actor. Um, and if you ever seen him, he's actually British too. So it's so funny when you see him. He, he got a lot of like a lot of flack for playing. They like you know they wanted somebody who was American to play this to play this actor to play this I mean this character. And I'm like him right there. He's he's such a great actor, man. Like and every time he plays a role, he never said whether it was Black Panther, whether it was Get Out, whether it was. Judas and the Black Messiah. It was Daniel I, Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya, yeah. He is such, he's like one of my favorite actors <laughs> right now. And his portrayal across the board is what, is what makes me like the movie. No matter what I hated about it, his portrayal is so, so good. Yeah. And so... There was a couple I, things about that in terms of what you're speaking to about Daniel, the main character. They were saying that he was too old to play that role. Yeah. Because the guy was actually... Um, he died when he was 21. He, was, he died when he was 21. Like, he looked like he's 35, like, in, throughout the movie, like, the entire yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I agreed with that part, right? Well, um, whole time, whole time, he... Have you seen, like, his real pictures, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he, he did kind of look like he figured He older, yeah. He, he looked like he was 21. Let's, 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 let's slow that down, though, for a second, too, T, because a 21-year-old... No, he died at 21. He was on the FBI's radar, what, three or four years before yeah, that? He was like 16, like, yeah. Like, I was just sitting there like, yo, what am I doing with my entire life? Yo? Like, <laughs> like, I, I was like, I am trash. Like, I ain't like, on nobody's radar. Like, don't nobody care about me. FBI, don't like, nobody John who? Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and barely I was on just, my kid's radar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> My kids barely care about me, too. So... I don't know. I just it really made me feel like, yo, the as a black community, like we we 
we really got to pay homage to the people that came before us and like did this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like really fought yeah, for yeah, our yeah, own yeah, rights yeah. at an early age and gave their lives. I left that um, particular movie. I'm not going to divulge anything, you know, but I left that movie like upset to a certain degree, not upset, but like it was unsettling about, I guess, how the FBI has taken out so many of our leaders. Oh yeah. yeah. Anytime yeah. we have an uprising of any kind, they're like, yo, no, we ain't having it. You're not about to, you know, kind of uh, unite in any meaningful manner. We'll, we'll take out the leader. We'll infiltrate. We'll, we'll get somebody to, like, work it from the inside. I'm just like, yo, what is, like, like, what in the world has the FBI been doing, and especially during that time, to make sure that they, like, e- essentially have cut down black people over and over and over again. Yeah, I remember, I think it was a report this week about one of the guys that was involved in um, the Malcolm X cover-up and how he pretty much, he released a, a statement that, mm-hmm. like, um, that he showed that, like, that pretty much it, it was the FBI who plotted to kill Malcolm X. And he, in the letter, and the, the guy who actually knew about it wrote a letter and he died and he had someone else read it the other day yeah. like, and release a statement. So it was just like, <laughs> John, I feel you on that one. Like, it, it's, it's, it's crazy how much we were a target. Yeah. Um, they, they feared, they feared us so much. Yes. I guess, uh, rising and being, I guess, at the top of the food chain, if you will. Yeah. Um, they, they, they feared losing their power so much that they like came up with all these different ways and schemes and infiltration and all that other stuff just to like, keep us at the bottom of the totem pole, man. That, right. that just, that sucks. But at the same time, um, glass half full, right? Like, right. look at what we're capable of, um, you know, as a unit, collectively. Um, and, and, and it makes me think, like, imagine where we would be if none of that happened. Imagine, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. if uh, all of those leaders were still alive, um, you know, to this day or even long enough to be able to witness all the change and stuff that they invoked. Man, that, that would have been a sight to see. And I'd be, I, I can't even fathom where we would be right. if none of that stuff happened. Yeah, I I haven't got a chance to check out the amend. So if anybody that's like this viewing right now, drop in a comment. Um, the amend joint by Will Smith that's on Netflix. Let me know your thoughts about that because I haven't watched it yet. And so with it, it being um almost the last day of Black History Month, I definitely want to check that joint out as well. Well, you can watch black movies outside of Black History Month. You can, but I want to check it out during this month. Like I want to like I want to before this month ends. Absolutely, you know I watch I watch every movies all year long. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other one I want to talk about real quick is is um. I shared this with, with, with John and, and Mike. I'm not sure if Mike checked it out, but um, there were two movies that came out, and one of them was uh, the one of them was the was the lie, and there's a show called Defending Jacob, and they're pretty much they're kind of the same premise, um, and and so that and that's not really ruining anything. They're literally the same premise, but basically, it's about protect. Would you protect your child if they murdered somebody? And so mm. I got a chance. This, which, which, if y'all seeing it right now, this is defending Jacob. This is on Apple, um, and it's a television series. Um, and I also got a chance to watch The Lie, which is a movie which you can watch on Amazon. And it kind of both at the same premise. Basically, your child is accused of murder, um, and they're going to go to prison. And would you defend your child? Would you lie for your child? Would you protect your child at any cost so that they don't go to prison, even if you believe they may have murdered somebody? And so, I, I thought both of these. Like same thing. I, I would say watch them. It's like I'm not seeing like the best movies ever made. They're not like, like or the best show ever made. Um, but I don't know, John. Like, what did, you, did, you, did you get a chance to finish defending Jacob? What'd you think? I did get a chance to see it. I I I I remember it being 
really, really good. I think there was another movie you told me to see that I didn't like as much, but it was The Lie. You didn't like The Lie. The Lie, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was yeah, kind of yeah. in the same way, like The Lie versus Defending Jake. But Defending Jake was a really, really good movie. Um, I felt like they did a good job acting, and I felt like um, some of the stuff was like, okay, kid, enough, you know. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> aside from that, you'll enjoy this. It's, it, I would give it like a. 7.5. I would say 7 too. I think Chris yeah. Evans is just a dope actor, yo. Like, and yeah. Captain America, I think he's just, he's just, I think he's really dope. I think he's very underrated as far as what he brings to the table as far as acting. More than people, I, th- I thought he would, you know, and so, you know, of course, everybody knows he got his start with Captain America, but he's, uh, he's just, and he's really, real talk, he's actually a dope I mean, from what I'm seeing on social media and what, what he puts out there, he's also like a just a dope person that like really believes in equal rights and like stuff like that. Like he's become like a really, I mean, he's like literally Captain America. And, and <laughs> even if he knows what to say, he just knows what to say to put himself out there. So Finn and Jacob is on Apple and then The Lie is on Amazon. It's a movie with Amazon Prime. Uh, yeah. Definitely watch that joint too. Um, so, so are both of the movies or they show? The Finn and Jacob is a show. Okay. Um, the Lie is a movie. And the thing with The Lie is... And me and John talked about it is the, the daughter will make you mad. And that's why I have to give it a good praise. If the person's making me mad watching the show, like, like, then I'm like, okay, the, the person's portrayal is pretty good. Like, you know, yeah. like I'm, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was watching the lie, like, yo, I will whoop my child's grass. I almost grabbed London, like, London, let me come here real quick. <laughs> let me <laughs> like, tell you what you're not going to do. Yeah, yeah, what you're not going to do. Like, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So check those out. So, so, since we're on a topic of like shows, I haven't checked out any of those, um, but I plan on it. Um, we, me and me and uh, Renee, we've been watching the 100 on Netflix. That show, I, I didn't realize, I guess it's been out for that long. Um, they got like seven seasons or something. Was like that, that on the right? CW originally? I feel like it was, it might've been a, or something. Uh, I don't know. I mean, as hardcore as, that show is mm-hmm. i don't see it being on cw okay <laughs> um but it's it's really a dope show man it's uh not to give away too much if for those that haven't seen it um it's basically like post-apocalyptic type stuff um you know everybody's living in the space station and in order to save lives and resources and everything like that they have some sort of legal system happening where like they eject people that break the law. So like if you decided to steal rations or something like that, they sting you in the space <laughs> or, mm. you know, like, it, yeah, it's crazy stuff like that. So in reference to their teenagers, um, if you break a law or something like that, instead of ejecting you in the space, they put them all in like this segregated, I guess, place on the space station. And eventually what they ended up doing was sending everyone down to earth, back down to earth, all the teenagers. I think there were like 100 teenagers. I think that's where they get the 100. from. So they send them down to earth to see if they're capable of surviving and if earth is in, uh, able to be inhabited again. Um, they lose communication with them on the, on the earth, but they're down there like thriving and surviving. And it's just a whole bunch of mess going on. Like different. For the 100? Yeah, it's called the 100. Check okay. that jump out. It to list. I was up to like 4 a.m. last night trying to finish up one of the seasons. <laughs> Renee fell asleep on it, but I was like, nah, this is the last episode. I'm going to get this in. So that, that genre is, is really good. Check it out. The 100. Dope. Dope. Yeah. So you guys know, um, <clears throat> you know, Tiger Woods got in a car accident uh, this week. And uh, very, very sad to hear. Um, Woods, Woods suffered a shattered right leg and doctors. Uh, inserted a rod into his leg and placed screws in his foot and ankle. 
the doctor said the hardware could be permanent and he keep and keep him off his feet for a while. But you know, the 15 time PGA tour major champ said, uh, he's determined to get back on, uh, the links, I guess, which is the golf yeah. <laughs> uh, field, if you will. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, so. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know what a link is, but I got you. All right. Uh, he doesn't <laughs> want his he doesn't want his career to end like this. He says, and uh, you know, he's 45 years old. So I just thought, like, man, I was like, God, man, Tiger, look, man, yeah. you know, I just, I really, I don't know what to say. I, I, I was, I don't know. They said it was no foul play, and I'm, I'm happy to hear that. But it just kind of bothered me that, you know, obviously that something like that happened to. Someone that's such a, a, a one a role model, but two, one of the best golfers of our time, easily. You know, mm-hmm. I just, like it just bothered me, man. But uh, you know, what do you have any thoughts on that one? I so one thing about I I always compare Tiger to Serena, but there's a reason why. It's because I've been I was pushing for both of them to kind of win one more since something happened really big in their life. Now, of course, Serena, it wasn't drama. It was she had a birth of a child. And I've, I've, been, I've been wanting her to win win another championship so she could say, I did it, like, you know, after giving birth. And she's always coming up, like, second. Like, and she, I mean, she's just, what's the name is just, Osaka is just dope. You know, Tiger at least got one. And so that, like, like so I'm really happy that he, after his, you know, his whole tragedy with, with his, you know, with his, his, child's mother and all this drama that went down with the scandal of him having adultery and i haven't seen documentary but i would say at least he got another big major victory and yeah. so if he was yeah, to mm-hmm. pack it up mm-hmm. right now it's it's okay like bro it's, it's good like you know like, lived yeah like, 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 like bro you're, live you your absolutely life. should be able to go and do that right yeah i know golf is a sport where you can like you could pretty much you could play for a long time like really i mean jack nicholson was still playing and he was like up like in his upper 60s like so it, it's okay tiger could bounce back and I'm, I mean, I'm, and if he does, I I, I get it. But, but yeah. you you could literally you can rest like it's, it's okay. But you you got to think like when people dedicate their lives to yeah, things man. like that, they want to continue to do that to the day they die. And yeah. like just like you said, like yo, I don't I don't want to go out like this. Like yeah. um, yeah. that's just uh, imagining me like if uh, you know I love what I do as far as like working in IT and stuff. But if I lost my eyesight, like I can't do none of that no more. Like right. all of that goes away, and I would like suck bro so mm-hmm. uh i get it i get it. yeah no that definitely I, I i what you're talking about mike i definitely get like you know i'm a musician so if, if my fingers something happening i'll be like bro look take me home okay <laughs> right. uh because it's it's my passion it's what i it's what i enjoy doing it's what i do all the time think about a lot or often so i get that he wants to um you know come back and i prayers are up right now i mean for him and having a full recovery i definitely would, would pray that he could, could do that and get back to where he wants to do like doing life like I, i'm yeah. really Hopeful for that. Um, another news, Jay-Z, he sells a portion of Ace of Spades for an undisclosed amount. So, you know, when Jay-Z acquired Ace of Spades, he, he uh, acquired it for uh, $30 million. Um, and now it's worth roughly $250 million. So What's Ace of Spades? I'm not, I don't it's know. A, it's a champagne. So you don't know what oh, okay. Spades is. Okay. okay. So let's we yeah, gotta yeah. have different kind of conversations. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. Yeah, so. we, no, we gotta do better as a community. Terrence, like, Terrence you're not by yourself. I was yeah. like, Ace of Spades, got you. Okay, I, I, I don't know. I, I y'all don't know what Ace of Spades is. Nah, bro, I'm not gonna lie. Jovita would, if she was here, she would have played. You know, she's all Jay Z, Beyonce. But either way, <laughs> um, no, he, he he owns a champagne called Ace of Spades. I'm, I'm sorry, I assumed you guys knew, and um, he bought it at thirty million, and now it's worth roughly two hundred fifty million. Uh, he talks about this. I mean, this is a major win. This is an incredible win, right? The, yeah. To see the rise of this uh, champagne get to where it's at. But on top of that, um, he, like I say, he sells 50% of it 
to uh, basically like LVMH was like a Louis Vuitton champagne uh, iteration of their company or whatever. And he talks about it. And I wanted to uh, share the audio on that because I was like, this is definitely like really dope for black community to do to see that happen. So I want to share that. This is what he says. Uh, talk about how you uh, were, would drink it. And then the head of Cristal, the company that makes Cristal, made some ridiculous comments back in 2006, and you boycotted. What, talk a little bit about that, just coming from that insulting comments to be able to build this brand over the span of such a short period of time. Yeah, we were just kids celebrating being alive. You know, there were reports that, you know, kids that from our neighborhood wouldn't make it past 21. So, you know, we were celebrating being alive. We were exploring all luxury products, and we happened upon a brand called Cristal. And, um, you know, we popularized this brand uh, within our community. And then there was those, those comments in The Economist. I think anyone else could look them up and see what they were. We were happy being uh, consumers of, uh, of this brand. And, you know, as the universe would have it, an opportunity came right shortly thereafter. And it was just perfect to, you know, build our own thing. Uh, the same way, you know, we built you know, Rock Nation. The idea of it was we wanted a record deal. It wasn't this plan to build this um, this big media company. Um, it was we we actually wanted a deal. I wanted a record deal, and when we couldn't get one, we built our own. Um, similar to you know those comments uh, forced us to build our own thing. And yes, today it feels very feel, you know, it's a it's a happy day and uh, feel very vindicated. Um, yeah. So basically, as you I, you guys may have heard, when uh, Jay Z was like. Earlier on, you know, he had the, he had um, was pushing Cristal a lot in his music, mm -hmm. and uh, the owner or CEO of Cristal like basically said some disparaging racist remarks uh, to, to about about hey man, I don't want black people consuming this product. I'm not really you know for that. And mind you, Jay Z obviously at that time was super hot, so he's pushing you know Cristal and putting it all out there like yeah man, I drank this and I like every time in his music videos you'll see a shot of Cristal, so you know their yeah, yeah. their money's jumping right, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden. The CEO says some some racist stuff, and Jay Z's like, "Yo, I'm off that. I'm gonna go find me something else." And then he goes, "That's why I said he goes and acquires Ace of Spade for thirty million. I don't even know when when he did, but he he bought that. And then, like I said, from thirty million now to two hundred and fifty million, and then he sells fifty percent of his stake. Let me say something about Jay Z. This guy is an unbelievable businessman." Bro. And it's like no matter no matter what you may say about all the stuff that went down with Dame Dash and all the stuff like he Dame Dash is trying to make him seem like he's this you know terrible dude that just kind of stole his ideas, stole this, stole that, whatever, and they didn't have no love for each other, whatever the case may be. At the end of the day, this guy is an architect when it comes to business and business modeling. And I had to sit there and I was I'm I'm reading these reports. I'm like, this guy is really like taking the the the, the black community and shedding light in a way that like no other artist ever has even down to 444 where he starts talking about owning art and how art is like a, a, a as an asset that you know will grow and appreciate over time it's like man i don't if i had never heard jay-z talk about art i would have never known that art can appreciate in value never because no who who do you know talks about art in, a, in acquiring it and then appreciating in value so it's just those type of nuggets of information plus the idea that you know like 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 this type of situation where he's like uh, joined with another partner, didn't sell the whole company, just sells a, per a percentage of it, makes a bunch of bread off of that. And that's not the all, all in all of him. He's like, no, nah, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do the, uh, I'm going to do the uh, title thing and I'm going to do music and I'm going to do production. I'm going to do marketing. I'm, gonna do I'm like, okay, 
again, another moment in my life where I'm like, I suck. <laughs> I'm not doing enough in my, with my life. My existence is incredibly useless right now it, because I'm just, I'm looking at these people and they, and they're in a positive way. It's like, this is good mentorship at its best in my opinion. Yeah. And it's, it's dope that he did it like in my opinion, without no college degree, like his business None. mind with, with no college, like with no college degree is just pretty much he learned by doing, yeah, you know? I, and so I, I just think like him, master P like, mm. And, and, that, and that's usually, that's my biggest, my, in my opinion, my biggest flack with rap these days. And I, I, I remember I would po- post taggers and other people or talk about like Cardi and Meg Thee Stallion. Meg Thee Stallion. And I was just like, you can say what you want, but when you think of rap right now, who's, who's like, who's doing it? It's Cardi. It's Meg Thee Stallion. It's like, I, in my opinion, they're the only ones. First of all, if I know them, and I don't even like rap like, like that no more. But the fact that they're household names. Yeah is mm-hmm. when you start seeing the, the, the tide turn, you know? And so it's just like, and so it's, it's the idea is like who, I don't know if we have any rappers post the 2015, 2010 era, mm-hmm. other than Drake, that's going to have the type of influence that the Jay-Z's, that the, the Master P's had on, the, the, on just the culture and then the business aspect. They don't exist in my opinion right now. Every, everything is about like, that, that drive is not how it is right now, but the ones I think who do have it, are the people who who like Cardi like like you could not like her, but when you see her on multiple and like feature like I mean just seeing her in different like type of music commercials as a, as a feature like yeah. commercials yeah. doing like makes it like like don't be shocked if one day Cardi's at a Super Bowl like like make like like, like just like don't be shocked. Uh, like my, it's just, my kids ain't watching it. And I'm like I'm you, you saying, ain't gonna like, be no, watching that one. I'm know, telling you. I don't know about leading, <laughs> you know what? I'm not saying about leading, but but being a feature because some because she's she's with some popular pop artist like you know who's yeah, like yeah, yeah that's, that's like, it's just it's so that. so so even with like how Jay Z did it again with him being like I guess this example I don't know rap game like that I don't know like any other rappers that like what they do in the background but Jay Z I feel like was the one that kind of used his platform in a way with 444 like he uses platform in a way to educate us in a way of like hey man this is how you do it yep um and i think um who's this uh jonathan franklin jr he said it best in the comments he was like man hustle is going to hustle so that's yep. just like the the entrepreneurship mindset right but some folks might not put i guess hustle in a way of like that might be legal <laughs> you know but right, right, right. the mindset is still the same mm-hmm. and um you know even though you got cardi b you got um uh, Meg Thee Stallion or whoever else that are household names right now, you know, what are you doing with your platform, man, to, to not only help your people, but like change the world, not in a way of like just trying to get it for yourself, but how you, how you helping everybody else get it too. A hundred percent. hundred percent. And so even to that point, uh, Mike, you guys remember when, um, when Jay-Z had did that merger, a partnership with the Super Bowl, right? Mm -hmm. So apparently, yeah. So apparently uh, his mother-in-law, and I'm going to share this because this was really dope. His mother-in-law talks about Jay-Z because of this situation right here. And it, it's not a negative one, thank God. It's actually a positive one. He, she says this right here. This is a love letter to my son-in-law, Sean Carter. The reason why I was, I was led to write this was because recently at the Super Bowl, we witnessed the National Anthem America, uh, uh, America the Beautiful, and the Halftime Entertainment all being super talented black people. Everyone was psyched about it. Each person that performed Jasmine Sullivan, her, and The Weeknd all slaying their performances, I disagree with that, and making black uh, excellence shine and uh, all, of, all of us proud. 
I could not help but remember when Jay took on being in charge of the entertainment at the Super Bowl and saying that things would never change unless we had someone on the inside that could make decisions, someone mm-hmm. at the top. I read all the horrible things people say, calling him a sellout and hating on him big time. But he kept it moving because every person who has affected change has been criticized and dogged by their peers. One thing that I've noticed about Jay is that he doesn't let what people say bullying him uh, into not doing the things that he knows are right. But after the last Super Bowl, I did not read one comment by one person uh, that said that they were pleased um, or that they were pleased that he didn't listen to the noise and he kept it moving and that he was able to get there. Uh, the three thousand black people to dom- uh, dominate at the verse, whatever uh, Super Bowl at uh, this year's Super Bowl. Um, so b- bottom line, she's praising him, giving him honor, giving his, his flowers while he's alive type energy. And I was like, man, that's dope. Like that is freaking yeah. dope because you're she's 100 percent right. When he was deciding to do that stuff. Everybody was like, man, what in the world is Jay-Z doing? He's a sellout. He's a hypocrite. He's this, he's that. And he goes and makes it the blackest Super Bowl we've ever seen from the beginning to the end. And really, those people that were like on there, Jasmine Sullivan and her especially, their careers were catapulted. I mean, if they were not, not yeah, yeah, already, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they weren't already I agree. Big, they were made. A, I'm sure people John, like were like, who is like, her? Yeah. I, like, I know, and I'm like, I'm like, and like, to us, we like, if you don't know who her is, you, 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 something's wrong wild. with you. When you, like, when you. when you push play, you're going to mind going to be blown like, yeah. away. And I, and I saw some of the, like, the coaches' faces, and they were, yeah. like, they were like, even they leaned back like, whoa, <laughs> like, who is this? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, People in the crowd like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think, didn't Jay-Z, I think he did last year's too, right? I think this was the second year. And I'm I forgot not sure. Who, I forgot who. I, I will say it was a poor choice to put uh, the weekend um, as, as the it, head. It makes you so their performance makes you forget though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their uh, their performance from this year made you forget. Like, wait, who was oh, yeah, last yeah. year's performance again? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it was that good. So, um, I I think that's pretty dope too. Um, and hold on, I was gonna say something in reference to Jay Z, and I can't remember. Disregard. Keep it moving. <laughs> okay. No, I was just I just wanted to give him his flowers too. Um, I felt like you know th- those thought leaders, forward thought leaders that take take on the the pressures of this world and allow people to just basically trash talk them and tell them that they're trash and all that, and oh. they still move forward and do it. Like I think that's dope. Go ahead, Mike. I, re- I remember now. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, when you, it's when you have vision uh, for something so massive, right? Like in, in reference to like uh, a goal in mind that can affect so many people and like culture going forward like for for generations right he he set a milestone for not only uh black entertainment um but just like set setting different standards for us right so um when people don't are not allowed to or people don't understand your vision you're going to get opposition you know it it is what it is it's it's something that's expected but i'm i'm so I'm I'm grateful that he stayed the course, man, and and we're able to see the fruits of his labor and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, if you got a vision for something, don't let nobody deter you from that. Like that's what, or what God put on your heart to do. See it through. So that's that's dope, Mike. So I, I just I want to share this because I I like like as we move on to our trending topics, I'm just going to share. Like I have nothing to say besides <laughs> just let because I know <laughs> I know you all have seen it. Uh-oh. And so if you have not seen it, you just Mm-mm. sit back in your chair and just listen and just like let the spirit move you. My God. <laughs> I feel the rain. Mm. I feel the rain. I feel the rain. 
He's damp. Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> Glory. God. Bruh, let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm damp. Let I'm me know. Cool. <laughs> For me, it's the fact that I want I wanted the camera to focus on the backup singers. Yes. When he said call and response. Yeah. I know for a fact they did not know he was about to go there. Man. <laughs> they looking around like, I'm moist. <laughs> I'm moist. <laughs> moist? Did I'm he just moist. say moist? I'm moist. Let me tell you something. I'm going to uh <laughs> I'm gonna hopefully color and I'm gonna push play to this song. <laughs> And then I'm going to go color with my wife because I'm moist and I'm damp and I'm saturated and ready to go. <laughs> uh, John, Jennifer Franklin said, what in the Mike Douglas is going on? <laughs> Bruh, Sherman is having relations. Yo, I, I could not even believe. That's the greatest thing. It's the greatest thing. The, you, know what, you know what made it even better? It was the beatboxing boom. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Come on, brother. You don't have no bass, but you made it work with your mouth. Amen. Oh, Pentaton, <laughs> John. I'm just saying that's what John. he did. he did with his mouth. Isn't that what? John. Okay. All right. I'm so leaving. We're gonna, like, we gonna act like that's I'm not See y'all. We ain't gonna act like that's what just happened. This man said, "I'm gonna play this bass behind this man talking about being moist <laughs> boom, boom. and I'm saturated. Saturated. Look, if I'm look, let me say so. If I'm that guy doing boom, but boom, and now he starts saying moist, I'm like boom, boom. I'm over here, <laughs> over here like you can't, you can't do that, and you have to have done performances with this dude before to know he's gonna do that. Because there's no way if I'm, it's my first time, John, you got a gig and you got to do the beatbox boom thing behind this guy, and he starts saying random lyrics like that, I'm busting out laughing." <laughs> In the middle of me doing the boom. <laughs> he said moist? He's saturated? I'm a Miss Keys and what, like, what? <laughs> he just say, I'm on the floor. I'm on the floor. You hear me? But you know Yo. what? Black churches do this stuff all the time. I have been in so many situations where they just say things. I'll be sitting there like. <laughs> and you got to continue to play. I got to play still? <laughs> you want me to still play? I'll be wanting to just take my cord. I got it. I got to get out of here. Oh, I got to go. <laughs> hey, yo. So, so being someone that has like sung, you know what I'm saying? As far as like choir type situation, right? Yeah. When you hear certain call and responses. Granted, I haven't experienced anything on that amplitude, right? <laughs> no. But, but to, to try to fit that communication that happens while you're on the stage to try to figure out, okay, what's happening next? Oh, okay. We're going here. Okay, cool. Bruh. All right, let's go here. But for that to happen, yo, like you, I guess you gotta. Some folks gotta bow out gracefully, Bro, just like just bow to. out, like mm, you know what I'm saying. You could you could do whatever, you know. You got to do the top to not make it look crazy. Yeah. But you okay? Let's pay attention to the dude in the background, though. You see the dude <laughs> sitting on like the pulpit, and he's just like, mm, 
Mm-mm-mm. He's just kind of jamming with it. I'm like, yo, either you're shaking your head trying to make face and be like, yeah. you know, this is crazy, or you really into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was no. Bad. It was bad. So uh, I got another one. I'm not sure if y'all saw this, but I'm going to go ahead and play this one too. Uh, this, I, th- I think this might have like came out like uh, a while ago. Not a while ago, but like not that long ago. Um, and just, just watch. This is dumb shit. Uh, understand what's going on what's basically happening is this guy is go this kid is going kid, ham right on his dad <laughs> and he, i don't know i want to know what happened that led to this level of anger he's upset but, <laughs> but the clearly fact, upset like i was in tears like <laughs> if I, was to, I have a ring app on my phone and if i was to see my child like cussing me out on the ring. Yeah. Trust me, your child has cursed you out. Oh, I know for a fact. Yeah. TJ has balled his fist and got ready to say something froggy. It was just like Are you just <laughs> looking at him like, like I want you please to jump or hit me. Just do one please. of the two. But the level of anger <laughs> from this kid. Yeah, he's and upset. He, he called his dad ugly. Through. I think that's too far. I think ugly is just like, well, wow. Come on. Relax. Right. No, no. The thing that got me was I do all this cleaning. Got <laughs> <laughs> to get his lazy self up and stop playing the game. Oh, he doesn't play the game. <laughs> but but let's talk about how I remember like vivid moments when I was younger. Man, pissed that I had to clean up. Yeah, yeah. And it was yeah, yeah. and it was all because I was lazy anyway, right? But at the same time, I've I've had talks. Probably not on that that same level where I'm cussing folks out as a no. kid. But I'm just like, man. They want me to clean this stuff again. I can't believe I just cleaned it last week. They mm-hmm. so messy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you talk through this stuff, man. But 100%. I, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, Javita said you heard ugly and thought that was too far. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I heard. That's all the only thing that was inappropriate. Was right. That was the only thing that was inappropriate to me. You could call me fat. You could call me lazy. Yeah. But what you won't do is call me ugly. You ain't going to call me ugly. I know for a fact. I know how God made me, okay? <laughs> so you call me ugly. You took it one step too far. That cousin where's, is all right. Where's my belt? Where's my belt? Mm-mm. I mean, even my daughter at three, she literally at three years old goes into the bathroom or her room, and, like, you will hear her. We be sitting there, like, listening. <laughs> and she's like, I just, I just, and she's just going at it. I mean, I'm like, oh, no, this half ain't talking about us after she got beat. <laughs> my daughter be ha- letting us have it in the bathroom Bruh. by herself. Oh, Listen, man. Yo, they will, like, and she's I, three, so I know she's gonna let us have it when she's like ten. She's gonna be like, "Man, these mother." I'm like, "Okay, say it, say it, please, please." See, <laughs> uh, you got any more? Yeah. So, um, this one's kind of serious. I don't know. So there is a what is this? I can't. Doctor. Uh, is it Carl? Dr. Carl, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm share this one. Dr. Carl, um, he wrote a book talking about the 
effects of drug use. Um, and uh, he was on the Breakfast Club this weekend. So that's, I didn't know anything about him until he was on the Breakfast Club. So I'm going to share that and talk, kind of talk about what he was talking about in the Breakfast Club. And we can kind of have a conversation about that. Um, he has some pretty outlandish views about drug use, um, particularly recreational drug use. So let's take a listen. How what do you... about when people say you have an addictive personality? Is that a real thing? Because they feel like, you know, you said a certain percentage of people will have issues with addiction and some people won't. But is it how do you know? You know what I mean? Like yeah. some people will be like, I don't want to try that. I know I have an addictive personality. Yeah. So this notion of an addiction, addictive personality is myth. Uh, now, it is true that some people will be more likely to become addicted uh, than other people. And some of those things I tried to lay out earlier, if you have co-occurring psychiatric illnesses, depression, anxiety, trauma, all of these sorts of things increase the likelihood that you will become addicted. And your parents, if your parents are addicts, does that increase uh, the No, there's no real evidence that says like your genetics will determine whether you become addicted, although that's a popular sort of saying. And in science, we are still investigating it, but the evidence is very weak. Well, I guess for me, man, it's, I've seen so many you know, bad examples of heroin users, you know what I mean? Crackheads. I've never seen any functioning heroin users are functioning, you know, crack addicts. And what are well, you looking at, Mark? Yeah, you know uh, I mean, you, you, you might not know. I started studying drugs because of the whole crack era. Uh, you know, I believe crack was destroying my community, just like everybody else, that whole New Jack City, City thing. You know, I believed all that sort of thing. And I, but the problem is, is that I misattributed what was going on with those people. I thought it was the drug, for example, when in fact it was all these other things. It's like socioeconomic conditions that lead to all of that. Right on, right on, exactly. So this right is, on. people are <laughs> right. experience problems. But don't get it twisted when most of the people who are using heroin, something like heroin, uh, they're not going to tell you because of all of this negative judgment. Of course, the ones who are functioning well, uh, they're not going to say. So the only ones that you see are the ones who are contrite and they are repentant because they want your help. And they know that's the only story that you will accept mm -hmm. about their heroin use. And they So I'm going to stop it. Um, but basically, so... Just kind of, he he wrote a book. And it's, the book has gained traction, um, and has the people on both sides of the aisle. But he's he's pretty much argues for the legalization of rec of all recreational drugs. Now, mm -hmm. I will tell you that I as a as a I have a strong case, and and I've always been been adamant that I actually do think we should legalize marijuana across the board. Um, this, this is my personal stance. Like I, I just I, I think it should be legalized. If alcohol is legal and alcohol and to alcohol and tobacco have killed more people than almost in than any than almost any type of drug, period. And so the fact that marijuana has has kind of like putting a lot of our black and brown um, you know, brothers in jail, you know, in prison, I just think it should be legalized. But this doctor says we should legalize all drugs. Heroin, uh, LSD, like you like some of the drugs that pretty much have like known to just kill people. And his argument really, his central point is, is that we should teach people how to use drugs safely rather than uh, make it illegal. And so like, what, like, what are your thoughts about that? I actually uh, uh, think I might agree. I think I might agree. Go ahead, Mike. You seem like you have you're I'm, more, you're I'm more on, baffled than anything else. Yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> on the fence a little bit because I'm like, once you legalize it and then teach people how to use it, I mean, I, I, I see his point. I see his point to try to 
uh, I guess, teach people in a way to use them safely. Um, because at the end of the day, anything, uh, too much of anything is bad for you, mm-hmm. right? We can, we can eat too much of almost daggone near anything. And, you know, you're practicing gluttony, you know, this is why we have, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, obese situations going on. Um, granted there are genetic things that happen, um, in reference to like people being overweight and stuff like that. But, um, when it attributes to like eating too much, that that's what happens. Um, when it comes down to, uh, uh, you know, drug addictions or any type of addiction for that matter, not just drugs, but like, you know, people that are addicted to, uh, to, to sex, when it, when that thing starts to become, I guess, a, uh, uh, it, when it becomes like the, the only thing that's on your mind type thing, you, you view it as an idol at that point and it controls your, your, your lifestyle. Right. So, I mean, I, I get his point of view of what he's trying to do. Um, I just I'm 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 still on the fence. I don't know. Maybe think, it's because it's so new. I don't know. I think the what's the why behind it being illegal is more the, the reason. Like, why would we talk? That's what we're talking about. Like, you know, mm-hmm. to some degree, like it's illegal for what for what reason or purpose, you know, and. To me, I think of the, you know, cap, I think of capitalism. I think of the fact that there's a system made that they know that there's a high, highly addictive nature to these drugs in which if we catch them doing these highly addictive things and we, you know, put them in a system, making money off of everybody that's being put in a system, it's, it, it creates this whole economy in and of itself, mm-hmm. which is what the jail system has done. So I'm like, to, some, to, to his credit, I'm like, how much of it could have been, could have, or could be controlled by having more information? Mm-hmm. How much more of that could be the case? Like, if, if or if it was, if it was something that we were like talking about more widespread, how much of that could be get? Now, I'm not saying we should go because alcohol can kill you. We all it know does. this. You drink too it much does. alcohol, it, <laughs> yeah. it can and does kill you. Like, you know, even hookah. We've we've some some of us here smoke hookah, whatever. Have smoked hookah. And that can kill you, you know, if you do it over a, a long span of time. So it's like the more information you have about it, the more informed you are about it, that, that will kind of like, you know, channel in the actions that you will, you know, have because of the knowledge you gain from it. So I, I, I to some degree agree. Now, he seemed like he was on something even as he was doing the interview. I saw the interview. Yeah, was, I, saw, was, I saw the other half of that. Right? Yeah, he, he was, was like, like you know, kinda, like, he's kind of scared. He's got a little bit going on there. Yeah, and I'm I like, thought it was just nervous. Then, I'm, then when he says, you're looking at one, I was like, oh. Oh, he <laughs> said that. I'm, I missed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he had to begin the clip at the beginning of the clip. The he was like, yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't know any, any, like, you know, any, like, like, like functioning, functioning heroin addict. Yeah, he's like, were you looking at one, bro? You, you're not, you're not one of, you're not the yeah, example. You're not you, the prototype. You're shaking. Like, you did a bump before the interview. I think yeah, you just did a quick like, jump. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, I'm coming in hot. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, you know, so yeah, so there's parts of the argument. I like, 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 I'm with y'all. Like, I agree. I, I kind of see his side. I, it's a, here's my counter. If my only counter is if you if if drugs, I mean if alcohol and tobacco was legal, then the drugs are illegal. So I'm like, make them all illegal if that's the case. I feel like you don't have a you don't have and, and, don't, and I'm not knocking anybody who drinks or whatever. Uh, clearly, I have a whole bar list, like literally right there. What I'm saying is, I'm arguing like like one group has ostracized a certain group of citizens. Yeah. So it's an mm. equity. It becomes an equity issue, in my opinion. And so you, the, we know that drugs and tobacco, I mean, alcohol and tobacco, to John's credit, they have the highest political action committees. They have the highest lobbyists. So the reason why they stay legal is because the money pays for lobbyists who can lobby congressmen to keep it off the books. Right. While marijuana, 
and drug other drugs, they don't have any lobbyists because they don't have anybody to like to support it. And so it's they don't have any money behind it. So yeah. let there be a, a company that starts gaining traction. And, and we will see that with marijuana. Because as marijuana becomes legal statewide, you're starting to get companies to produce money wealth off of it. And then from that wealth will become lobbyists to kind of push for full legalization of marijuana. It, it's happening. It's going it's to happen during our lifetime. Yeah, our yeah. lifetime is going to happen. Yeah, I, so I would say just, in the next couple of years, we're more progressive than we've ever been in that yeah, particular topic yeah, yeah, ever. Yeah. But where he's know. at, then we're not, that, that, that's just, no, that's not going to happen. Let me ask y'all this. Have y'all ever, what's, have y'all ever done drugs? Any of y'all? I, the funny thing is I've never. But he talks about I never. I've never done any. And he talks about opioids too. Like he talks a lot about opioids. And he's like, the only reason why opioids kill you is because you mix it with something else. Like a lot of people's attraction, you see it. Mm. People who mix opioids with alcohol. With alcohol. He said, and so he's like, you need to really if you if you teach them education about how to use a drug effectively, you actually reduce deaths. So that's real. That's real. You know. So. But uh, what about you, Mike? Have you ever done? Any drugs? Um. So I'm gonna refrain from that question because yeah, I'm gonna just. Keep it pushing. <laughs> okay. Uh, like so, no, I mean, I, I hear that. I, well, has anyone ever had an experience, not even with drugs, but just even even alcohol, that y'all like? You were like, you pushed it too far. You were like, yo, this is this is this is. So so wow. so <laughs> test. Okay, so as a testimony, right? So um, this was around a time when I had just met Renee, and I had had a really really bad week at work and I was like still drinking at this time. And I purposely went out uh, to somebody's party at a, a lounge or something like that. I purposely went out on an empty stomach just so I can get drunk quick, right? And um, was drinking, partying, all that other stuff, but it, it got so bad where like, you know, I drove up there by myself, so now I gotta drive myself home. And um, yeah, I, I couldn't function. But the first person that came to my mind was to call Renee. And I was just like, look, man, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. But and, and mind you, it was like, it had to be like 1 a.m. or something like that. And I called her and I was like, hey, look, I am like done. And I might need somebody to come get me or, or, or whatever. I, I don't know. And um, eventually she just talked with me the whole ride home. And I'm like, is she... I, I remember parts of this, but she told me like I was doing math equations in my head on the way home of like distance and travel and speed and all that other stuff just to keep my mind going to get me home, like talking to her. Right. So um, after I finally got home, she was just like, you know, I'm glad you're home safe, but we got to have a talk about this. And um, at, like after that, that was the moment where I was like, I went too far and I also found somebody that like cared about my well-being enough to like, hey, I'm gonna get you out of this mess right now, but we really gonna have a serious talk after this, so we're not mm-hmm. doing this again. And um, that was that was one of the moments where I knew like, yo, it's something special about it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and for me, like, so like to answer your question, yeah, I, like especially with alcohol, for me, it really is. I just realized I was getting too old to have like, <laughs> to, like to have those like wild nights it. and bro, like it's it. just like. I don't like that. And so, like, it's just... The next morning feel, I think. That's it's what you're the next about. morning, yeah. and I've had a next yeah. few mornings. Like, like, <laughs> oh, wow. I'm, like, it's still, like, it's, like, still there. Yeah. Like, I'm like, all right, this is not... Like, no, this was, this was like, you know, this is this was cute when I was, like, 25, 30. But I'm, like, I'm I'm almost 40. You know what? Mm-hmm. It's cool. I, I, I need... I can do... Like, I'm, at a, I'm at the one drink minimum age. <laughs> like, one drink maximum. 
that's right. that's what age I'm at right now. Like at minimum. Yeah, I'm at the one Drake maximum. All right. Like, you know, and like that's where I'm at. Like, like that's it. Like I socialize party. But, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I'm I'm even to a point where like I don't drink uh like liquor anymore. I'll I'll drink like some wine for celebratory type situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I won't drink anymore just not just because of the scenario that I told y'all about that happened a few years ago, but yeah, um uh in reference to uh my my growth spiritually. Um, I, I have to keep in mind that, um, I'm not only, I'm not living for myself anymore. So in order to protect, like, not just my, my, uh, my witness in reference to like Christ and everything like that, but, uh, also, uh, to keep my mind and my spirit, um, focused in a way where I can hear God clearly without any influence. So, um, to kind of sum all that up. Yeah, I don't drink like that no more. But I I remember another time where like like drinking and you're still living at home with your parents is the worst because now you got that that uh, morning after situation going on and you're trying to hide it and like I'm I found myself like trying to sneak out the room and just like hey you know good morning everybody let me just grab this random piece of bread or a few pieces of bread and some water <laughs> I'm gonna head back to my room and. Nope. Uh, yeah, right. I'll see y'all in um, a few hours, hopefully. <laughs> Joe, it's so funny you said that because Mike, I re- this actually was not that far like long ago, and this was probably the day that I realized. Yep, it's it. So I went out, um, and I, I've never, I'm, I'm never like I think I've maybe at best six times where I've like drunk to the capacity where I can't drive myself home I, in life. So like in terms of scale, I think I'm pretty good, right? But this sixth time was really, really bad. And I remember I, I, I'm actually married. And I remember I had to call my wife and be like, yo, I'm not going to be able to make it home. <laughs> like, like, you know, and so that, so that conversation already, oh, you just, yeah. like, you just know that's it. But then I could not even, my car, I'm at, I'm out at a bar and I'm, I'm like, I can't even get in my car to, I have to call an Uber and leave my car here. And at least go somewhere because I'm not paying for no Uber to go all the way up to where I live at. So I, I have to go to my mom's. I'm not like I'm like 10, 15 minutes from my mom's. And so then my mom had to drive. So my I, I called, I didn't call my wife. My mom called my wife. So I'm like, I remember I walked in the house and I'm yelling, Ma, Ma, because she didn't hear me ringing the bell. So it took me 15 minutes to get the key in the door oh and God. to turn off the alarm. And, oh, and I'm like fully intoxicated. Like we say, everyone knows. Everyone knows. So I'm like, ma. So my mom come down the stairs. Like, 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 like. I said, can you just call my wife and just tell her I'm here, so she don't think nothing is up. Like, so she calls. She calls, and my wife's not gonna yell at my mom, right? So she's yeah. like, you know, but you know, she's pissed. Yeah. And so yeah. the worst part was not even my wife. It was my mom, and she's taking me the next day to get in my car. You know, you should stop drinking so much. And like, mind you, this is the first time in two years this has happened. But yeah. to my mom, this must be an everyday thing. Like, yeah, you know, right. you know, you baby, you just, you know, you, you just, you can't handle your liquor. Like, <laughs> it's like going like, that's hilarious. Like, oh, you know what? I, I should have just let my wife go pick me up. Cause right. like, this is at this point, this is worth, you know, like. And this is the morning after, this right? Is, it's like she. I mean, she's going ham, like. What kind of example are you gonna set for your kids? Wow! <laughs> like, oh man! You know what? <laughs> Can you take me to my car? Like, like, 
I'm good. Like, I'm not going to say that. I think my mom is watching right now. That's the funny thing. Like, like, Ma, I'm good. Can you just get me to my car so I can go home? Because yeah. I got to hear from you and my wife of why I didn't make it home last night. You know, so it's just, that's the worst. And that's when I realized, you know what? This ain't for me. This, 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 this yeah. is time to bow out. I'm with T on that. Like, I feel like, um, and I've had some nights. Okay, so I like I'm I'm listening to y'all talking. I'm like, man, I got like at least three nights. I'm not gonna say all three. I'm gonna just say one. But this this particular night was is so funny. I was out with some coworkers of mine, and we out, and I'm like, this is when I knew I'm too old to be doing this anymore. Like, this part of my life has ended. Right. So. <laughs> it's when you it's that awkward moment. You're like, man, you, got, you look yourself in the mirror. Like, you know, I just I'm not that guy anymore. I'm not the guy that can can hang. Right. So I uh, went to meet my coworkers or whatever. We went out there out, out to, you know, drinking, having a good time, have fun, whatever. We're eating, drinking. And I'm not even drunk for real. I'm not. I'm legit not. So I'm like, I'm, but I'm going to go to the club after this. And, you know, I was like, I'm going to meet you at the club. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get you in, John. And, and you just got to get up. Like, it's like 7 o'clock, right? She's like, yeah, just just um, come get there at like 9, 9.15. I was like, all right, no problem. So I'm like, yeah, we gonna, it's going to be lit. We're going to have a good time. We're going to party. It's going to be amazing, right? We all leave there, but I was like, man, that's a long time, two hours. Because we stopped at 7, and we had the party at 9. So I'm like, God, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do for two hours, right? So I was like, let me just go over there, and, like, I'm going to just go over there and be ready. So, like, when, I, you know, when it's time, I'm just watching videos on my phone. Man, mm-hmm. I get over there. You know how <laughs> – this is how you know you're too old, bro. I got over to, like, 7.30, and I'm just sitting there in the car. Next thing you know, I fall asleep. <laughs> when I, yo when i woke up it was one in the morning <laughs> i woke up every car that was on the road was gone i was the only i'm like you and look i woke up i'm waking up i'm like looking around i was like yo where they bike <laughs> what time is it it's one in the morning i say i <laughs> I can't do this no more. I got to go. <laughs> like napping when you versus napping when you thirty something. It's a different kind of nap. Like you nap now when I was and you, you missed your day. You yo, know, like, that's it. Like yo, and so whole time people probably walked past your car and was just like, oh yeah, he's done. Yeah, he's, he's done for the day. He think he think he going out. He ain't going nowhere. Nope, brother. It's, it was so funny and so awkward because I was like, it's going to be lit. It's going to be, I'm getting texts like, John, where you at? You coming? You still coming through? It's one, I look at my phone at one in the morning like, man, I'm going home. I'm too old for this. I stopped peel out. Oh, was, let me tell you, I ain't tell that story to nobody. That's hilarious. Bro. That don't hurt my whole feelings. That's, about, I, that's when I knew I was officially an old it's out. It's man. Game I'm over, like, yo. Oh, freaking hilarious. Uh, so. that's, that's, I'm sorry. That's, that's what we're going to call a day for, uh, for, for the Relentlessly Real podcast. I mean, unless you have any more tea, are you good? Um, yeah, no, no. We, so, so we, yeah, I think, well, I, let's end on a positive note. I okay. want to share. That was a positive one, but this, that was this hilarious. Was yeah, that was pretty positive. <laughs> I, I want, I want, I actually want the ladies to kind of look at this, uh, uh, the ladies to kind of look at this and to be like, what, what their opinion is. So I saw this joint on TikTok and uh, TikTok to me is great. Um, and the reason why I like TikTok is versus Instagram or whatever is because it, you could just watch people just post funny stuff and it, like without you having to like really engage or like create. I, I don't have any videos on TikTok. I'm just watching comedians and etc. Um, and so I saw this on TikTok and I'm just like, all right, I had to give this guy the, this guy the credit. He might have had the best proposal 
that I've ever seen in my oh. entire life. Like, ever seen. Yeah. And so I'm going to share this joint. And then, like, ladies, comment. Like, if this happened to you, like, how would you, you know, how would you feel? Um, this is the best one I've ever seen. That's weird. Hold on. I'm not getting any response of the controls here. Can you grab the checklist on the side? Sorry, babe. Just don't panic. The next one over. Got it. Okay, got it. Oh, we're getting some response. You're lying. What's go on? There's a passage. Go on, please. I hate you. Huh? Can you please tell me, can you keep reading through the steps, hon? Will the pilot in command love the passenger forever? Check. Keep going, babe. Let me just tell you something. Like, I literally wanted to find a green infinity stone and go back and repropose to my wife because I failed. <laughs> like, I failed. Like, at this point, I do not love my... No one loves their wife, is, their girl, as much as this guy loves his girl. Like, that's the goal. Like, I, 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 that's the best proposal I've ever seen in my entire life. And I'm just like, yo, what am I doing? <laughs> like, what have yeah. I done? Like, who can? Who so, can so, first of all, to each his own, because I know my wife, and um, that been she, like she would have lost it. Her mind, or like, like <laughs> she would have been trying to play it cool, but I know she's like terrified in her mind, and to kind of flip the script like that, all the emotions and everything like that, she'd be like, "Yeah, this is cool, but um, can we, can we, can we land?" Yeah, yeah. Let's let's go ahead and bring it down. Let's bring it down. Um, yes, let's bring it down. Thanks. <laughs> That's true. What you think, John? I think it's great. I think uh, at the end of the day, um, my mindset is like, but marriage is rough, though. <laughs> I was like, as cute as that was, I'd be like, man, but the work that comes after that, bro. Woo! Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. So it's yeah, I mean. If anything, he might have like <laughs> given her like a, a a taste of what marriage might have been like. Like, hey, there's a little shock factor in there, but we'll we'll bring it down. We'll bring That's it cute. Down. It gives highs, on, highs and lows. Highs and lows. We know, like we know, we know. It's about a good year into that. She's not. She's like, well, but you're not coming home when you like. You like, like, what's what's up with this? Like, like you know, like, and she's like, don't you remember when I? I don't care about what you did that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that was sweet. I'm over that. When that, that was cool. Like, that's cool. That proposal was was great. It was outstanding. Nobody but cares a year or two. Nobody three, five, cares. seven, ten, twelve years later. Nobody cares about none of that stuff. You're in trouble now. All right. Yeah. So yeah, that was cute. Thank you for ending on a great note. Um, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, guys, we appreciate everybody that tuned in today for the Valencia Real Podcast. We had a great time talking about some trending topics. Um, as usual, um, we appreciate everybody that took time out of their busy schedule, whatever you're doing in the morning to say, like, check in with us, tap in with us, and comment and whatever on the topics that we're talking about. As always, if you want to um, follow us, you can follow us on Instagram um, and us as well as Facebook. <clears throat> Sorry. 
that's on my throat. Pause. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, the Relentlessly Real Podcast. Uh, if you want to uh, add topics that you want us to talk about or discuss, man, we would love to get them uh, from you. Relentlessly Real Podcast at gmail.com. You can send it to Relentlessly Real Podcast at gmail.com. Um, also, uh, one last thing. Next time we meet, two weeks from now, two weeks from now, we do this every two weeks, we will have uh, an interracial couple talking about interracial dating slash marriage, whatever the case may be. Uh, it's, it's going to be an amazing topic, and we're going to have some good guests come on the show with us. So we're looking forward to that as well. Uh, my name is John. My name is Mike. And I am Terrence. Still Terrence. And thank you so much for listening to the Realty Real podcast. Peace.